All right, folks, this is Express Written Consent, and we got the Sklar Brothers with us. Gentlemen, thanks for being with us. Thank you for nice having us. Here. Thank you. Randy. Thank you. Nice to be here. Randy, Randy Jason. Ran yeah. Jason, Randy, Randy, Jason. Sometimes I don't even know anymore. You got, Well, that goes way back. I've listened to a lot of stuff. You guys have done... You guys have been prolific. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you very much. It's called hustling. It's called not getting into something really When steady. you're not wildly <laughs> successful, you <laughs> become prolific. You suddenly become prolific. It's yes. like, she's got a great personality. Oh, my God. Get out. Oh, my word. Oh, Hunter Pence. Hunter Pence. A friend of ours describes him in the box like a deer that's about to be hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like all around. He's everywhere. The head just, doesn't move. It's stuck on the car. And that's it. Hunter Pence. Hunter is like such a name. Yes. It's like, I mean, let's be honest. It's a white trash name. We don't need to like say much beyond don't that. Don't sugarcoat it. I know. It's like Hunter is the male Britney. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you guys are really reserved. In this. Yeah, no, we're going to let it fly here. <laughs> on express Hunter Pence consent. just crushed one. We don't need anyone's express written yeah. consent to let it fly. He that's just true. he just launched one so far. It's now in traffic on the 5 freeway. <laughs> it and it's late. Yeah, and it will be there for a long time. Yeah. Some of that Saturday traffic. The, uh, before, Saturday we were traffic. In rudely interrupted by Hunter Pence, yes. by the way. We were talking about uh, having to be prolific when you're mediocre. Now, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's an oversimplification. Yeah. I think when you're excellent at something, you're allowed to be prolific, and that's something you guys have Thank been doing you. for a long time. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we there are a lot of different things that we do. Stand-up, radio, our Filling podcast. Filling for Jim Rome. for Jim Rome. And when you get a chance, and acting and whatnot, when you get a chance to do all those things, it makes you appreciate each of them individually because they each, like, fulfill a separate need in what we're, we're trying to We're basically the Jose Okendo of... Uh, of like nine <laughs> tool <laughs> players. If we can, we want to be, we want to strike out Deion Sanders looking. Looking backwards K, man. Backwards K. And that Rick Mailer. That is a thing that happened. That yeah. is a real thing. Backwards yeah. K. He should be in the Hall of Fame or at the very least hang a plaque of his on the utility closet. That's all I'm saying. See, Those who watch Cheap Seats know what we're talking about. See, and it's, so there's very few, many people have attempted. Yeah. And few have succeeded that blend of even moderately humorous in sports. Right. right. You yes. guys have actually done both really well. And Cheap Thank Seats you. was really a, a, an awesome thing. Like, Thank like, you. Yeah. That well, worked in a different way. We tried, what we honestly tried to do was make a show, because we're fans of a bunch of, we were fans of Chappelle's show when it was on. We were fans of 30 Rock. We were fans of The Arrested Daily Show. Development, Arrested Development. Conan. We wanted our show to be one that, I mean, whether we achieved it, that's up to somebody else. But right. we wanted that to be one that lived with those rather than... Someone saying, I like Cheap Seats and I like SportsCenter and I like the sports reporter. In our heart of hearts, we hope that, like, a DVD would eventually come out of it where we could put some of our favorite episodes on, yeah. do some extra stuff. Yeah. We've stayed in touch with some of the people that we... Even we cheap seated, yeah. like Michael Florwax, who was with Garvey on those faded... Garvey Cele celebrity, Garvey celebrity <laughs> Bill Fishing, which was just an excuse for Garvey and his cronies to go to like Hawaii to the Wanalei. Completely. Agree. All I know is that there's a guy who won the Blue Marlin contest, and his name was Earl Christensen, and he worked for Toshiba. So you just called like, him Earl from, from Toshiba. Toshiba. <laughs> so, cut to fast forward. We get in touch with Dale Murphy, who is like, we met him on through Twitter. Yes. By the way, Dale Murphy, who, si 
whose signature is on my first glove. Awesome. Which I still have, which my son is now using. He's five. So Dale Murphy was like near and dear to our hearts, even though we were Cardinals fans and we battled Atlanta Braves. In the 80s, he was really one of the best players ever to play. In that decade, he was incredible. And the, he had like two or three years there where he was the MVP a couple uh, times. He's like an incredible player. Incredible. So we remember that. That was very sort of in our history as baseball fans. So we met him and we're like, would you come on our show and do our podcast? He was like, yes. So we get him on. And through the course of talking to him, he says that he, he was a fan of Cheap Seats. And he said his son plays baseball with Earl Christensen, Earl from Toshiba's son. So, holy cow. We're like, you got to get him on the phone right now so we can do a thing. <laughs> and Dale Murphy did not know how to do three way calling on the iPhone. And so we he was at him. an airport in like Salt Lake City, and Jason and I are on the phone teaching him how to use his how iPhone. How to merge a call. <laughs> Dale Murphy, number three. We taught him how to three way call. And I want to say this I said, I bet Bob Horner knows how to do this. We got in his face about it. I'm like, I bet Glenn Hubbard knows how to Hubbard merge is up in a couple in that calls. calls in his sleep. I sleep. bet Gene Garber can turn around and merge three people in. Both sides of the plate. That's, that's right. right. So that's a, well, that's, that's, I mean, a that's the capper right there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. I mean, you, you guys might have other success that down was, the road. That felt like a <laughs> sort of the culmination or coming together that, of something. That moment, that, and then there was a moment when we were doing uh, Rome on Showtime show. Nice. Uh, nice rip, by the way. Anthony Ramirez is having a great game. Yeah. Home run, double. He's back and he's healthy. And they're doing this without Yasiel Puig tonight. Yeah. You just you watch the Dodgers lineup and you think to yourself, how is anybody going to beat this team? It's healthy. It's hard to say anybody's got a. It's hard to be. Equivalent. And then Zach Granke and Kershaw, and yeah. you're like, come on, man. What yeah. are we talking about? But uh, I, and I forgot even what I was talking about. Speaking thereof. Oh, that's the joy of watching the baseball game. We were watching. Uh, the game. I we, think we were. No, we were talking up. about. Oh, we were talking right. about filling in for Jim Rowe. Or when we do his Showtime show, we were backstage with him, about to go on and do the set. And Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, Snoop Lion, Snoop Lion came Snoop out. Knee Dog. Nay, exactly. Snoop Lion, Rome, me and Randy get into a huge discussion about roller derby. The oh. LA, the T-Birds. Oh, wow. And like Skinny Minnie Miller and Ralphie Valadares and I all mean, the old, old uh, roller derby heroes. And there was a moment where I stepped outside of our lives and I'm like, this is insane right now. <laughs> we're hanging with Snoop Dogg and Jim Rome and we're talking about roller derby. I could die right here and yeah. be like, we're good. We did it. We have now attained something. 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 That was and worth something. That's but a that, thing. And it's funny, I mean, because that's something. You guys started doing this when you were, like, children yeah. riffing on Seinfeld bits for your parents' friends. Yes. Like, it wasn't, you didn't go to college and go, oh, this other stuff seems like work. Let's not do that. This has been a lifelong. That that roller derby conversation was was part of the magic. I mean, it was something we were, wanted, but we grew up in St. Louis. where right. there and, and no one in our family had done it. There was and no we're Jews, which you're like, you're taught to not achieve your dream. You're like, you can't have that. You can't I thought you were going to say dream. not be funny. I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, Jews can be I funny, but Jews are like, come on. Don't have too much of a good thing. Something horrible is going to happen to you. You're going to get hit by a bus. Get a law degree as well. It's, it's important to have dreams. Right. Yeah. Just don't achieve them. And certainly don't go really don't go after them. them. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Have them and understand that they can be taken away at any <laughs> Somebody, minute. It's just someone will take them away. 
don't let anyone know you have them. Right. <laughs> That's right. Keep it a secret. But, and I mean, we, you know, once we started to get into it a little bit in New York, we moved to New York after college, University of Michigan, we started to do stand-up there, and things were possible. And then we got the show on MTV, Apartment 2F, way back in 97, and that was like, well, beginning. maybe this yeah. could be something that we do for our lives, but it's We amazing. were too young when we got that show, and then later we got a crack with Cheap Seats to really do the show we wanted That's, to do. Which is awesome. Now, baseball dreams. Did you have baseball dreams as kids as, oh, yeah. to be players? Yeah, oh, we yeah. played. We played. I mean, we we played all through. That was our summertime. Like, in, yeah. in Missouri, we would, at 7 in the morning, go out to Eureka, Missouri, and play if you lose the first game. A double elimination tournament. So if you lose the first game, then you're at the 8 a.m. game, the 10 a.m. game, the 12 a.m. game, uh, 12 p.m. game. 12 p.m. game, the 2 and the 4, and at 7 is the championship. If you can work your way back. So we'd be out at some ballpark awesome. for like 12 hours playing games. And we loved it. And I think what happened to us is as we got into high school, like theater a little bit, mm -hmm. comedy definitely was like a pull. And we started to get pulled away from, Sure. started to realize, okay, we're done growing. We're 5'8". <laughs> this is pretty <laughs> much the end of our baseball We might dreams. be done. Yeah. Who, what position? Who played where? Uh, I pitched. I played center field. I pitched and played third base. All right. And I there was and there I was one a knuckleball. He threw a knuckler. Do you still throw it? Can yeah, you, yeah, you can still, still throw, throw it. it. All right. There was a time uh, when we were on our junior varsity team and our coach, I want to call him out because yeah. it, it happened. Call him out. Barry Rinderconnect, which, by the way, is the greatest name. Phenomenal Wait, that's name. That's a real name. Yeah, Rinderconnect is like a failed architect. Or Barry, or the Rinderconnect Corporation. That's out. That's out. Get up. Oh, it's out the wall. Uh, Andre Athier made a bid for a home run, but wound up with an RBI anyway. Um, so Barry Rinderconnect was our coach, JV. I'm in left field. Randy's at shortstop. In, when we're batting, he says to Randy, warm up. For three innings, warm up. Warm, warm up. up. Just get my work in so that I could come in and pitch. So Randy's probably throwing about 90 pitches in between innings, and he's ready to go if we need him. Loose. So they, they're going to pull the pitcher. Rinder Connect starts making the walk out to the mound, and he points to me in left field, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? Hey, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? You mean him. And he was like, no, you. And I was like, yeah, but he was warming up. And he was like, don't tell me who was warming up. And I'm like, oh. all right, now I can't do anything. So he I, was warming I up. I wasn't even really a pitcher. Like, I'm like, all right. So I walk in, and I proceed to give up, like, a grand slam, <laughs> like, four base hits in a row. And I'm like, do you want to keep doing this? He's ready. And the best part is that, like, nobody got on us as much as we got on each other. Oh, we were like, the worst. Sure. The other team would be, I, I just remember, like, Jay's, I'm pitching and Jay's in center field and I'm, like, not hitting the corners yeah. where I need to. He's giving me so much grief that the other team is saying to Jay's, hey, relax. <laughs> Ease off he'll, on him. A he'll bit. figure it out. <laughs> Let him figure it out. Slow down on your brother. Jeez. <laughs> How about we have a friendly game? Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. Hey, meanwhile, I know yeah. I'm like, That's you're the amazing. worst. So you guys have had a friendly collaboration and competition going for a long time. Yeah, I think so. It's what we do to push ourselves. Now that we have kids though, I think the time together. I mean it's like it's like the show uh, Hard Knocks on HBO. Sure. There was like a moment in the show when they were doing the Dolphins, right? And and there was a lineman, linebacker, who, linebacker, who was he had he had kids, okay? And and his wife was bringing him on the day off, and uh, there were like two a day practices. They had right. just stepped off the field after doing two a days. Yeah. And uh, his roommate, who was a rookie, 
no kids, was like, oh man, are you so psyched, dog? You got a week, you get a day off tomorrow, and he's like, dude, this is my <laughs> this day is off. my day off. Tomorrow I'm watching my kids. Yeah, yeah. there so. is no. When you have the kids is when you realize that everybody who's ever said parenting is the toughest job. Oh, yeah. That's when you go, oh, 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 I get it now. Yeah. yeah. Like they gave that, who was on the Mets who went for paternity leave? Oh, uh, uh, Murphy. Daniel yeah, Murphy. Daniel, Daniel Murphy. Murphy. I like, love how much grief he got for going on paternity leave. three days. It's well, the Mets, first of all. They're already mathematically they're out of it. <laughs> oh, I don't easy. know. Gentle on the Mets. I don't know. They have like another week. They do. They have <laughs> exactly. another week. Like, um, seriously, let the guy stay home. You've got big stuff coming up. It's coming yeah. to Netflix. And, well, it depends on when you see this because the Internet is eternal. Yes. Hopefully it'll this, be on Netflix. This might have happened thousands of years ago. That's right. True. The fossils of it can be dug what you, up. What's going on Netflix? So we just shot an hour stand-up special that it's taken us a couple years to write and put together. We shot it in Madison, Wisconsin at the Majestic Theater uh, in February. And then we did a nice, I loved it, a runner kind of like sketch between at the beginning, the middle, oh, and the great. end with Rich Eisen of the NFL Network, Omar Dorsey, uh, Terrell, Thomas. Terrell Thomas, and Dwight Freeney, oh, where awesome. they basically break down our comedy as, oh. as if we're as an if, NFL game. That's great. So there's a pregame, and Bonnie Bernstein. And Bonnie Bernstein, too. So the sideline reporting. Pregame, so. halftime show, and postgame of our stand-up special. We're super excited about it. April 25th, it comes out, and you know, I mean, I think the business has changed. If you would have said like two years ago, where do you want this thing to go? Yeah. I think unequivocally people would be like, I want it on TV. I want it on Showtime. I want it on Comedy Central or HBO. Those are still like right. great places to go. But you think about the way people are consuming things now, th this being an example. Yeah. yeah. People watch on their computers. And to, if you have streaming Netflix, to actually watch comedy is so easy. Yeah. It's so we're excited. And you can, yeah, the commitment is what I choose to watch when, as opposed to like right. somebody else's schedule. That's great. Right. So right. that's awesome. You got, you're on the Jim Rome show periodically. Every month. Every, Every month. month, his Showtime show, Jim Rome on Showtime. So we'll be on it this this week. Or I don't know when this. It's comes like the out, second Wednesday of every month. Awesome. Yeah. So tune all in, right. and we're on that too. That's all the things you got coming up. I want to ask you one really yeah. specific baseball question. Put you, you on the spot it. right Go now. Um, if you could be one baseball player uh -huh. for one day. Yeah. One specific day, Ooh. who would it have been? Ooh. Who or would it have been? Of all time. Of all you time. You could be one player at any point in time, okay. but just for that one moment okay. you're thinking about. Okay. Who would that player be and what right. would that moment be? Easy. Mine's so easy. All right. Who would it be? Jason, My, what do you got? I'm Vince Coleman. Uh, After the Cardinals won, I was at the, they, to get into the World Series, I believe in 85. Vince Coleman got so drunk. Had no idea that like they were gonna cut to him. And for this an is at a time when people just weren't used to being on camera. TV. So Art Holiday, God bless him, the Cardinals like or the St. Louis sportscaster, local for, sports guy in like the most Cosby sweater. He like, has to interview Vince. Yeah, and he's like Vince Coleman, tell me about you. And he's like, we got the best players <laughs> on this team. We got Ozzie Smith, Willie Willie McGee. The man was so blissfully drunk that I was like, there was a happiness that you felt like this guy's never awesome. coming down. And you know what? No one was like, what are you doing? You're drunk on, on the news. Yeah. He was just happy. That's what I would do. That's spectacular. All right, Vince I mean, Coleman in that moment, that's great. I think, you know, again, we're Cardinals fans. Uh -huh. and I think Adam Wainwright throwing that last pitch in the 2006 World Series. I mean, I actually think 
Let me go back in that David same Freeze. series. Jesus. Well, David Freeze, of course. But uh, Wainwright in 2006 throwing the hook to Carlos Beltran in a game that we shouldn't have won. Right. Cardinals should not have won that game. Andy Chavez makes the catch over, over the, wall. the wall. And you say to yourself, oh, that's it. Yep. That's it. That, yep. That's what that game is. And then he makes that. He freezes the guy who basically killed us. I mean, killed us as an Astro, killed us as a Met. Yeah, I mean, Carlos Beltran is the Robert Ori of baseball. <laughs> any team he goes to, any time he does, no matter what he does during Big the regular shots season, every single yeah. time. Count on him to be like 18 for 24 in the yep. postseason. You're so like, to, when he froze him with that, that hook and yeah. to win that, that was incredible. Wayno's hook, that's a great moment. Wayno's All right, we got two moment. great Cardinals moments there. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> Start bench cut time with the Sklar brothers. Gentlemen, you know the rules of the game. Yes. Okay, give it. For those who are unfamiliar or haven't checked out the Wikipedia page, it is uh, this. I'll give you three items, players maybe, topics. Who knows? Great works of art. You have to start one, you have to bench one, okay. and you must cut one. Great. Are you prepared? Great. Yes, totally. totally. This is a brutal game with brutal honesty. You are comedy bros. Yes. Start bench cut these three comedy bros. Smothers brothers, Wayne brothers, Marx Brothers. Okay, I think you absolutely have to start the Marx Brothers. They are where it all started. Yeah. They, that you give yourself, put yourself in the best position to win. Marx Brothers <laughs> up there. All right. You got to bench the Smothers Brothers. You keep them there because if you need to bring them in, they can get political, and I love that. Wayne's Brothers, I'm sorry, man. There's too many of them. There's <laughs> Keenan Ivory. There's Marlon. There's Damon. There's Damon. There's Waylon Jennings. I well, count yeah, him as a part of that, too. He is in that group. All right, there's just too many of them. That's yeah. a big payroll. You've got to clear some cap space. And we said that. That can apply to anywhere in your <laughs> life, by the way. If you have a girlfriend who's going out and spending a lot of money, get you her gotta, out of there. you got to put her on waivers Look, and clear honey, some cap space. I put you and a lamp and a cat. I got on rid waivers. of all of it. Just clear some cap space in my life. I love it. That's a great analogy. Thank you. Right. You uh, both appear on Jim Rome's show and fill in for Jim Rome yes. on, on occasion. Yeah, periodically. These ESPN hosts, Jim Rome, Chris Berman, Keith Oberman, start okay. bench cut. Definitely want to start Jim Rome because he is yeah. in it right now. He yeah. like, say what you will about the guy, you cannot poke a hole in his takes. You can agree with him or disagree with him. Can't poke it up. Yeah. I would bench Keith Oberman because off the bench, the guy, I think he's a solid guy. Berman, Berman had his time. Berman was great. Berman's one of those guys you're like, if I had a way to keep you on the roster, I would. You did a lot it's for the like, game. It's like when Joe Namath came to play for the Rams. You're literally like, come on, man. <laughs> it's like when Joe Namath tried to kiss Susie Colbert. You're like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. What are we talking about? That was a fine moment in sports history. Oh, Susie. You do a little something called Scarborough County. Country. County and country, both. both. As, I've seen it as both. Do yeah. you county or county country? drops on Tuesdays. It's a shorter one, a little bit of a midweek snack. Okay. Not necessarily about sports. Usually about crazy things happening in the state of Florida. Usually at a Burlington Coat Factory parking lot. Awesome. Usually maybe a 30-person fight that spills over from a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So based on Scarborough County, yes. we'll stick with that one. Yeah. Okay. Start bench cut these three counties. Let's do it. Hazard, uh -huh. Madison, as yeah. in Bridges of. Uh huh. And Orange. Right off the bat, you cut Orange County. Cut Orange County. The, the Housewives <laughs> ruined a place that was already ruined. That's it was already hard. pretty bad. That, that place it. was wrecked. Now you got to cut that for sure. I think Madison as in Bridges if of. If you're saying Madison and Wisconsin, that's a different story. But no, the Bridges of Madison County, you bench that. Bench and it. I think you play Hazard County only because 
the fact that Boss Hog consistently wore a white suit to work in, in as muddy of an environment as that was. And he was always eating ribs. I'm like, what are you doing? You have a white suit on. By the way, that guy was a classically trained actor. How funny is yes. that? I want to hear Boss That guy did Shakespeare in the park Shakespeare. somewhere. Just him like doing King Lear. I'll say, I'll, I'll say, say, I'll say, say, I'll say to be or not to be. I'll say, that wasn't even from King Lear. <laughs> That's how little we know it's about Hamlet. Shakespeare. That's Hamlet. Look at the Hamlet. Right. Everybody does he was he literally in life because of his out. I say, I say, out, damn spot, out. This Scottish play, we're just going to do the whole repertoire yeah, sure, as Boss Hawk. It'll be good. Macbeth, Macbeth. That's actually going to be our next podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and finally, Boss Hawk does the bard. <laughs> That's going to be the DVD yes, we finally exactly. get cut. Sure. The Bard Hog. Yeah, Bard Hog. Done. <laughs> bard Done. Hog. Classically trained. I and can't all believe I'm room. allowed to do this. Here That's we go. This is the last Star Bench cut. I've got to say we've been pretty gentle. Yeah. Okay. So I have to make up for it. Are you ready? Let's yeah. get Let's get real. Start Bench cut. Stan the man, Albert Pujols, Ozzy Smith. Oh, man. I, I mean, Pujols, I'll say this. We loved Pujols with all of our heart. Our one collective heart. And, we, and one of us <laughs> has a baboon's heart, and the other one has a human heart. Regular heart. We're not going to let you know who has what. We loved him. When he chose to go to the Angels, and I opened up my computer that morning and saw him in red and white, and I was like, oh, we got him back, then read the fine print. I felt like I had been broken up with by someone I'm who gonna I go, cared I'm going to do one better. You know that woman who basically killed her boyfriend with her stiletto heel? That's the way I felt. Like, he had taken a stiletto heel to my head. jabbed it. I'm kind of like, why? He could have retired as He could have been the new generation stand the man. He I, had it. I think Stan the Man is the one you play without a doubt. Okay. Start, Start Stan. Stan the Man. Stan Musial had a, has a place in St. Louis called. But I'll say this about Ozzy Smith. Can Thanks. we give one Ozzy Smith story? Because it's just. Uh, the internet is full. All right. Okay. So, no. Right. Yeah, of course you Thank can. Thank you. All, All right. right. So, when we were kids and 12 years old, Ozzy Smith had a restaurant, has a restaurant in St. Louis called Ozzy's, which we begged our parents to take us to Ozzy's. Like, please take us to Ozzy's. We're They're like, like, he's going to be there. They're like, he kind of also has another <laughs> job called shortstop for the Cardinals. So, they finally agreed to take us there. They're like, it's overpriced chicken fingers, which, yes, that's what it was, but Ozzy Smith could be there. So, we bring our gloves. We want him to sign our gloves. We go to the restaurant with our friend. Ozzy Smith is there. He's there. <laughs> We're like, aha, we got you on this one. So he's walking around the tables. We're like, oh, my God, he's going to sign our gloves. This is, like, amazing, right? So we see him approaching our table. We reach down to get our gloves. When we come back up with the pen, our father has the bread basket. And he's like, to Ozzy Smith, can we get some more rolls, please? To Ozzy Smith. We were so embarrassed. We were mortified. We had to leave. We had cut to walk to, out. Cut to, I would say, six years ago. We were doing a cancer benefit in St. Louis performing at it all like a ton of st louis kind of luminaries jay randolph mm -hmm. jay randolph used to call cardinal baseball as well as a lot of yeah. golf some bowling he was there ozzy smith is there our father who was still alive at the time was there we meet ozzy smith on stage we tell the ozzy smith story this is how great ozzy smith is this is how unbelievable it is he goes in the kitchen of the <laughs> casino that we're at, brings out, brings out a basket of rolls to, over our, to father. our father, walks over to our father, hands him, him the a rolls. basket of rolls, like closing the circle of what once was open the whole time. Our dad looks him in the eye and he's like, where's the butter? Where's the butter? Phenomenal. <laughs> where's the butter? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Out. It's hard not to start start Ozzy Smith in that. Given you know that, what? you gotta start Ozzy. We gotta start Ozzy. Start Ozzy. We'll, bench bench Musial right. and Pujols. I will allow the re-rostering of players. Thank you. That's an amazing story. Amazing brothers, Clark brothers. Thanks for being with us, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks All for right. having us.